Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Siblings Cast Watches His Dark Materials, a podcast where five siblings watch the HBO BBC series His Dark Materials and talk about him. Each week, we like to start by having Kate read a not-so-quick summary of just what happens in each episode, so I'll let her take it from here. Episode 5, The Lost Boy, begins with Kaiza, the majestic demon of Serafina Pecola, revealing to us the prophecy we've heard only hinted at prior to, of a child destined to bring about the end of destiny, who, if told what she must do, will fail, and of a boy whose fate is tied to her own. We are now in the north, the true north, with sweeping views of distant mountains. The relationship between Lee and Lyra is growing, and though she tells him he's not an easy person to like, we can see that she does. Like the people she's begun to let in her life, Father Coram, John Fa, and Ma Costa, Lee feels that same growing kinship with Lyra, already beginning to take on more of a fatherly role. Boreal is back in the demonless world, keeping an ever-creepy eye on the home of Grumman's wife and child. Boreal approaches Grumman's wife, Elaine, asking questions about her husband, which upsets her greatly, causing her to go to her son, Will, in a panic, telling him that someone has been watching her. Something, it seems, that she has thought before. Will says it's just an episode, but she is still convinced that someone has been in their house. She then goes to make sure that nobody found the letters that her husband had written to her. Letters she says Will is not ready to read. Later, she will change her mind and want him to read them, saying he might need them soon. But Will refuses. Boyle will later learn that Grumman set up an ongoing payment to his wife, meaning that he knew he would be leaving his wife and child for a long time, leading Boyle to believe that there are answers to his questions in Grumman's house. John Fa has Lyra consult the alethiometer to gain more information about Bolvanga and who is guarding it. While doing so, the alethiometer tells Lyra about a town troubled by what she thinks is a ghost. She feels strongly that she needs to go, though Fadakoram does not want her to, for her own safety and also because Egyptians have come to rely on her readings of the alethiometer. When Lyra stands firm, he eventually tells her that she will have to be the one to tell Ma that Billy will have to wait, thinking that this will deter her. When Lyra goes to Ma, we see even more the growing relationship between them, She thoughtfully considers what Lyra is proposing, even though it comes at great cost to her and potentially to Billy. In conversation with Kaiza, Lyra learns that Asriel is going to try to use dust to create a bridge between worlds. And while the bears have him imprisoned for the Magisterium, Yofra has allowed Asriel to continue this research. Kaiza also tells her that she must trust her instincts and that she's right to look into the town and the ghost. Upon hearing this, Makasa gives Lyra her permission to go to the town. Fadakoram reunites with Serafina Pecola, giving us our first look at a witch. And while Fadakoram is ashamed of having age, she tells him that she is over 300 years old and that she can still see the man he is inside. Fadakoram knows that there is little hope that they can beat the Magisterium, but for their children, they must try. He brings up Azriel and his focus on other worlds, and Serafina tells him that the witches have always known of the other worlds, but have never been able to reach them. Lyra and Yorick go together to the town with a ghost, stopping to eat and have a cute little cuddle session. Lyra asks him about the Svalvard bears, where he tells her that he was once a prince, but he broke the rules and was sent away. He tells her that he killed another bear. When she asks who, he tells her that it's not the important question, but the important part was why. He was rightfully stripped of everything and then sent away. 
When Lyra says that Azrael will trick the bears and escape, telling of how he tricked her into thinking that he was her uncle, Yorick says she was tricked because she wasn't a bear, to which Lyra responds that he's wrong, that she is at least part bear. When they arrive at the town, Lyra asks Yorick if he is afraid. He says not yet, but when he is, he will master the fear. The town is empty and Yorick says something is wrong here. Lyra is drawn to the barn that Lithiometer showed her. Through Pan, we can see that Lyra is terrified of what she will find in the barn, but she tells Yorick that she will go on alone. She tells Pan not to let Yorick see her nervous as she repeats Yorick's phrase about mastering her fear. Pan begs Lyra to turn back, but she refuses and moves ahead. Inside the barn, Lyra finds the ghost. It is Billy Costa, alone, demonless, and on the verge of death. Yorick and Lyra bring Billy Costa back to his mother, and in a truly heartbreaking scene, Ma tells her son that it's okay. He doesn't have to hold on. He can let go and go be with Ratter. Billy dies, and the Egyptians give him a memorial service, lighting his funeral pyre and singing over him, an emotional callback to the first time we meet the Egyptians in episode one during Tony's coming-of-age ceremony, a ceremony that Billy did not live to have because of what the Magisterium and the Oblation Board did to him. When Lyra asks Lee how anyone can do such a thing, take someone's demon away, Lee responds that it must be about control. Because if you can take someone's soul away, you can do anything. Overwhelmed by emotion, Yorick leaves the camp. Later that night, assassins raid the camp, killing Egyptians and kidnapping Lyra. Our episode ends as she realizes that she has been brought to Bolvangar. Before we jump into the conversation this week, I want to give just some brief context about the time in which we recorded this episode. I think it's important in understanding not only some of the struggle you hear at the beginning, but also some of the processing throughout this episode. We recorded this episode after a week of protest across the country following the murders of George Floyd at the hands of police and the murder of Breonna Taylor at the hands of police and the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey by three men for jogging. Seeing friends and family outstanding in solidarity be put in harm's way by police departments was shocking, and I found myself scanning the news every night in cities I had friends to make sure that they were okay. Thankfully, in my hometown, our protests were not met with escalating force from police, and we marched and gathered unimpeded. I want to be clear that I'm not trying to prop ourselves up, virtue signal, or seek some sort of approval or praise. I just simply want you to understand why we sound very tired and weary in this episode. This was a very heavy episode about a young black boy being killed by an oppressive power by having his soul removed from him. We want to thank you for listening and ask that you keep these things in mind as you listen to this week's episode, and you continue to fight for justice. Seek out organizations in your community that are trying to root out systemic racism and support them in any way that you can. So with all that in mind, let's dive into the conversation. Caleb, you always start. I love yeah. it. Well, do, you want, uh, do you want me to start? <laughs> well, yes. All right, cool. I just wanted to say, like, uh, off the bat, I would probably watch an entire show centered it. around just Yorick and Lyra. Because 
They are oh both God, yes. incredible, incredible characters. I love her determination to prove that she's just like, you know, just like him. Mm-hmm. And I think that like connection they have is, is pretty nice. Pretty fun too. I just love watching Lyra just kind of like wiggle her way into every single character's heart. <laughs> like in this, yes. you know, we've been seeing it with Fodacorum and now in this episode, seeing it with Yorick and seeing it with <laughs> Lee um, and just how I know. (laughs) I was like, wow, he's just really stepping into that like little papa role. And they like just met. I love it. Yeah. So cute. They're like sharing a tent, everything. Like he's just like taking up that. Right. The uncle she never had. (laughs) 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 What? Oh man! Oh, well, I mean, technically, I she did have an uncle. <laughs> yeah, but then, yep. Got she's got she's got a big family. I'm saying, if he doesn't uh, like fight as real, whenever he sees him, I would. Who? Uh, Work? Lee. Oh, Lee. Yeah, kick kick Asriel's ass. I don't know. We've seen Lee in a fight. That that's true. He'd be kind of goofy. <laughs> Asriel would win. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, but he I mean, was coming. Lee would probably steal a lot of stuff from him in the process, but he would definitely get his ass handed to him. He do be having sticky fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But either way, I think exploring their dynamic, uh, or just honestly, just seeing more of Lyra be in her element, it was really really awesome in this episode seeing her just thrive because this is you know this is kind of what she wanted uh and now that she's like got the security of her of her traveling company i feel like she's blossoming and it's really cool yeah and just beginning to see the like deepening trust um you, you know and especially with the scene where she goes to ma costa and explains to her that you know basically telling her that she has to take a detour and that it's going to lengthen the time mm-hmm. uh, before she gets to her son, basically. And Makasa like really thinking about it and, and, and giving her approval to Lyra. I don't know. I just, I thought mm-hmm. I loved that just because it is like it, it was a huge thing that she asked of her, but you know, she, believes and trusts in Lyra and and also like in Lyra's abilities which is like something that no one has ever been able to do before so I think it's really beautiful that everyone around her just like trusts that she is actually able to read these you know read the alethiometer and and it is speaking to her and Mm -hmm. yeah just seeing that her taking like uh, command and agency and, and the people that are around her are giving her the space and the freedom to use right. that agency. Yeah. And they're like, they're not hindering her anymore. You know, they're not trying to hide anything. Yeah. She's really growing into mm-hmm. such a leader. Like even though she's young, the fact that they respect her and she respects them and it's just this mutual thing that um that they have that she has with Egyptians Mm -hmm. 
love it. <laughs> it's really cool. I think she's a really strong character, and the act. God, I just I say it almost every time, but the, they never cease to amaze me with all of the acting. Father Quorum, when he was talking to was it Serafina? Oh my oh. goodness, oh. That was such a beautiful scene. Stop. Such a beautiful <laughs> oh. scene. So good. Right. I know our first witch. It was so exciting. Yeah. A little like floaty fall flying. (laughs) Pretty cool. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Not. Not. uh, Still no evergreen, but still. True. But I think she did a great. You stole my heart. Great job. (laughs) (laughs) But. uh, Um, No, yeah, seeing there. Uh, them be reunited was really, really awesome. Yeah, and just the kind of the sadness mm. and joy and Fadakorum's expression and just mm. yeah, yeah, everything about that scene was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I was also going to say something about it, but I forgot. But I might think of it, but I yield. Yeah, we tired or something. Yeah, no, sorry. We for sure are. I know I am. (laughs) I will say that this episode was, like, pretty heavy and pretty emotional. And so I think we probably did ourselves a disservice by watching it for the first time a few or just, like, a single hour before um, talking about it. Just because having something so emotional and so heavy and then trying to process it and talk intelligently about it is very <laughs> difficult. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying to like form my thoughts about around <laughs> this like incredibly emotional oh, um, yeah. scene with Fadakorum and Serafina and just this like um, when, you know, like we learned in the previous episode that they, their grief over their son is what, and not just their grief, but how each of them decided to process their grief or were going about processing their grief is what really led them down different paths and separated them from each other. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, I just thought, man, that scene where she just kind of makes that remark to him, that like really wounded remark of like, well, I see like you found your fight, like, mm. Because she wanted him to fight for their son, and that was how she was handling her grief when she lost their son. But, you know, him being like, well, there was no, there was not really a fight to be had. Like, we lost him to disease, but these children, like, we can fight for them. There is hope to bring them back. Mm -hmm. And that was just like a, yeah, it was just a really hard and emotional um, scene to kind of watch her be like, you're fighting for these other children, but you never, you didn't fight for ours. And, but then, you know, him mm-hmm. saying like, there wasn't really a fight to be had. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they couldn't do anything, but in this situation, they, they have the power to actually right. stop this and to actually, um, get these children back whereas they they couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. with their own you can't fight disease like you can't fight cancer like you can't fight those types of things but this is something Mm -hmm. entirely different i also thought it was pretty interesting that he didn't like 
open, fully open up to her until, you know, the end of the, end of the conversation. Cause at first, you know, he was talking about like how he had moved on or everything. Um, and then at the very, you know, once they had like, um, like kind of gotten past the meat of their conversation, he just was like, I haven't stopped thinking about you or him. And I was just like, Oh, but it was just, it was interesting that he would put up his wall still until like, you know, they got to the, they got past the topics of, and they could actually talk to each other. Yeah. And just like, you know, the fact that she like visibly hasn't aged and he obviously has, but like, and him feeling like that could like would possibly like shade the way that she saw him. Mm -hmm. Um, But then her kind of like, I'm, 300 years old like i see i see past that yeah i still see you it was basically what she was saying in that moment like i still see you and that was just so beautiful but also Mm. equally heartbreaking because of the way that their conversation ended when he asked if he would of her see her again and she basically is kind of like well probably not Mm. Because Kaiser is still going to be there. You know, she's like, yeah. I'm leaving a piece of me with you, but not not everything. And I think mm-hmm. that's also like a a way for her to well, yeah. say, like, I still love you, but there's no way back to us, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or that's like how I took it. You know, like she's leaving a piece of herself with them, but it's not it's not the fullness of her and it's not what they had. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily what he wants either. (laughs) So after that scene, Lyra goes off um, with Yorick, which is kind of a fun scene of her, you know, riding this massive bear and him kind of like being very gruff about it. Like Mm -hmm. he's not not a horse. horse. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and then, so what were the bears that they were talking about? Was that what happened? Or is that like the following scene um, where she was talking to him about why he was uh, outcast, I guess? Yeah. So, yeah, he was explaining how he came to be at the village um, and just kind of, yeah, he, why he's not living among the other bears, which kind of all live together. Right. I thought that was really interesting because as soon as she asked like what he had done, I was like, no, I don't care what he does. I, or, like, I was like, I don't know why. And then he was like, it doesn't matter. What matters is why I did it. I was like, yeah, that's my boy. My boy, York. <laughs> I, I love him. I love his character. I think he's such, and me and Drew were actually talking about it when, or a little bit earlier after uh, he stopped by and we were just talking about how the CGI is just incredible. Like he, York looks so good. Looks so amazing. Yeah. Like, just everything about this show just doesn't stop coming, you know? Uh, the acting, the storytelling, and, and the special effects, is it's just it's pretty incredible. But either way, I think Yorick, I don't know, I, I, I just want to know everything about these characters, and I like how the show is giving us, you know, a little bit of time, but adjust, just enough to be like, here you go, here's a little treat, you know? Yeah, and, and I think that, conversation with Yorick and and Lyra really just expands the world Mm -hmm. in a way as well just kind of shows a little bit about why the bears are different Mm -hmm. um they have kind of this moral code 
pretty strict and, and different than ours and there's real consequences mm-hmm. um, and not just societal consequences, but you know, Yorick feels those consequences daily. And I think we've talked a lot about a perceived or this feeling of shame from Miss Coulter and how she res- responds to that. And I think we s- were shown some of that from Yorick mm-hmm. as well in this episode, which I thought was really interesting. Right. Yeah, it's, you know, like we see that he, you know, he's talking about how he was um, a prince in this, like, society of the armored bears and he, like, had everything. But it's like when he talks about what he did and even when he talked about it, you know, before we knew exactly what he had done, but when he was talking to Lee, like, there are things that I've done that I can't talk about and that he deserved, like, he really truly feels that, like, he had he deserves the punishment that he has received like and and again in this episode he's like i was rightly stripped of everything so it's like he very much believes Mm -hmm. that he is fully deserving of this punishment that he received Mm. yeah and that that feeling of like guilt but also like owning up to Mm -hmm. your mistakes i think and i I know that he kind of like you're saying caleb it doesn't matter parts of that question don't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is is why and, and why I'm here and why I've done that. And that's more important. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost, yeah, just that feeling of how when we met Yorick, he was, while he had been tricked by the village a little bit, he was still just, like, getting drunk mm-hmm. in, the, <laughs> in the back and, like, wallowing in his own kind of self-guilt mm-hmm. or self-shame or, or whatever. And and so, but I think it's interesting just seeing the the different effects that that has had on Yorick versus what, coming into contact with Lyra and versus Miss Coulter. Um, granted, they have a very different relationship, so I'm not saying <laughs> that they could be one for one, yeah. but just, just seeing how he how he responds to her um, questioning and and her personality and her kindness versus how Miss Coulter kind of tried to control Lyra. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't you don't see that from York, which is really interesting. Yeah, and I love like how much like as you know she has been speaking a lot with Fada Quorum about like who she decides to trust um, and then like how fully she trusts those people and and then seeing with with Yorick not only that like trust but that um, like she really looks up to him and is like modeling herself mm-hmm. and her behavior and you know repeating his mantra yes. the little thing that he said to like calm her and, and bring out that bravery in herself and I love that when she said that you know that Asriel tricked her and he was like well you're not a bear and she's like I don't know I've got some bear in me I'm definitely got some bear in me (laughs) yeah and she's like I'll prove it to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no I love that she's consistently showing that there's more to her than 
what mm-hmm. people see. She's she's willing to change. She's willing to grow. She's willing to put herself in situations and demand that she be brave. Like I just every time um like every episode I feel like mm-hmm. her character just grows and gets me more and more like uh, I was going to say too like when she was repeating that mantra it was just kind of like um I don't know. It was so beautiful and so sweet that, I mean, that she was taking his mantra that he had said, but then just like repeating it to herself to get herself to be more brave. And, um, I'm so tired. I'm just repeating the same thing, but you guys, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. And I can't say anything else about it. it. It reminded me when I was, when I watched it, it reminded me of, um, I, I forget their names every time, but the two characters in Rogue Rogue One, um, there's mm-hmm. uh, the the blind character. I um, God, I don't know why I can't ever remember their their names. Um, but anyway, he, he has his mantra: "I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me." And he says it all the time. And then when right when he dies, his like best friend comes and like is with him, and then he takes on that mantra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and does what what he does at the end of that that movie and so i i don't know i just got the same kind of vibes of like when lyra was was chanting before going into the um the shed Mm -hmm. and just being like this gave this gave york strength so i'm going to i'm going to use it and it'll give me some of his strength which i thought was just really awesome and so i'm a sucker for that (laughs) that shit (laughs) yeah yeah and the scene like little pan be so scared and she's like stop like we have to be brave like we have to be strong and and she's like essentially just telling herself like the the parts of herself that are terrified and like not knowing what's behind this door like um yeah be brave like we we can do this does she say like i don't want york to see me yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, she does yeah that's so that's so yeah that's such a cool thing about having having these uh person demon conversations Mm -hmm. and relationships is it's like you're saying everything that you would normally say yourself in your head right um, out loud to a physical manifestation of that. And just, yeah, just hearing her actively yeah. say, stop pan. We, we can't let your see that we're scared. We have to be brave and we have to, we have to, we have to do this it was just so, um, yeah, it's really powerful. And it, I think it shows yeah. to Lyra's desire to also only show people, the side of her that she believes is true. And I think Lyra sometimes like we saw with Lee, she's good at kind of manipulating mm-hmm. and like getting people to, to see her as, as a certain kind of character. And I think like this was a cool manifestation of showing, showing us like how she is so active and, thoughtful in that where she's very much like telling pan like i've told i just told york that i i might be part bear (laughs) 
and we have to we have to like yeah. prove it to him and we can't be scared even though that we're really scared right now i think it also yeah. like helps for the audience you know yeah. like when we're getting when we're getting so much in the span of an hour it can be hard to really build up tension around certain things you know like um i've read the books and i kind of vaguely remember some things uh but i did not remember the scene until or what was going to happen until she had mentioned the ghost and then it all kind of clicked in for me and i remembered exactly what she was going to find in this village but for for people haven't watched you know who haven't watched this you know she mentions a ghost and through the other characters we know that this is not a world where anybody really believes in ghosts so it's not a you know it's it's not something like if they all reacted really scared then we would be oh okay this is something that will should scare mm-hmm. us but they didn't and so then you know they go to this village and there just isn't really time in the in the span of the episode to really build up tension for us and for us to get scared about what she's going to find. But having Pan so, so visibly terrified and the the sounds that mm. he was making, like, just, like, pulled up my heart because yeah. they're the sounds that... They're the sounds that Sam, whimpers. my dog, makes when he's terrified. <laughs> and so it was just, like... I mean, I was sitting there, like, so just wanting to like pick him up and like hold him and be like, it's okay. And like, you know, he didn't, when he was like, Lyra, we can't do this. Like his fear was so high that he was like, just turn back. Like we can't, I, we can't move on. We can't move forward. We can't keep doing this. Um, I think that was a, was a really great way of kind of cluing us into like, Oh, this is really not good. This is, Mm-hmm. This is a moment that we should be really frightened. And then it's also a way that Lyra can be brave without lessening that fear and tension um, just through having Pan be so visibly afraid, but having her being more um, fighting through that scaredness and being brave. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was really well done to help kind of pull us into the tension that we needed to feel so that when Billy was revealed, like we could feel the full weight of what had happened to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, yeah. I feel like a lot of those cues for the audience have come through Pam Mm -hmm. uh, in the series so far, just like when, you know, when they talk about touching the, the demon, I think Pam mentions that, when he, uh, you know, when when we first see the monkey and Miss Coulter so far apart, it's Pan that that lets us mm-hmm. know that that yeah. is that is wrong, um, and that we should be kind of disturbed by that. So it, it's yeah, I think especially leading up to just having those cues from Pan so far in the series. Um, it it really landed the the moment to have him be so visibly and and just trembling and, and really terrified. Um, it really helped connect emotionally mm-hmm. for us yeah. there. So I'd like to hear from 
Boo and Caleb and Jess, um, who have not experienced this story before, like what finding Billy and what happens to Billy, like how you guys reacted to that. Oh my gosh. Sobbing. <laughs> so, um, gosh. Okay. So the way that she says that, I mean, obviously like she's been referring to it as a ghost this whole time, um, not knowing what we were going to find. And then to see Billy there, um, no demon looking lifeless, looking like a ghost, like she says, utterly heartbreaking. Um, yeah, I, I, I still feel like I'm processing it because it is just like, yeah, I, like you said, we did ourselves a disservice, but, um, yeah. Um, do you want to jump in? <laughs> Go for it. I mean, I'm yeah, I was I was pretty sad about it, but I mean, <laughs> I didn't have much hope for it to be a, a happy find uh whenever they did find Billy if they found him. Um but I wasn't expecting it. Really? I did. <laughs> God, I'm such I a pessimist. But, um, you are. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know, but I was mostly like really questioning what he was counting for did that get answered did i miss that because whenever she walked in he was he started at one and then he waited way longer than a second it felt like uh before you continued counting he went up to three and and it never really got answered i don't know if that was just like you know just him trying to like cope with you know obviously he's he's been completely um, you know basically destroyed uh by by the people who did it and um but i just i I don't know i just i thought that was pretty pretty weird and intriguing yeah uh for that to be basically his final words Um, um josh do you want to talk about maybe some added um like book moments for this if there's anything that you think that would kind of add to their understanding of uh okay <laughs> no <laughs> um uh i honestly i don't remember there being i mean it's been a while since i've read it um but i don't remember there being anything like speci- of important specific uh that was yeah. left out personally what um, we do know i I mean i I feel like what we do know basically is like he spent days searching for his demon Mm. which is like why he i mean it, it didn't really go i think like super far into the like why he died but like he was searching for his demon um, and and Lyra does say that that this village was like mm-hmm. dealing with like a ghost issue. So where we don't see anybody yeah. in the village in like this and how they portrayed it, like Billy was walking around this town looking, trying to find his demon, um, and the way that Lyra saw him and felt around him 
as it being so like painfully unnatural and and like being around a ghost is how like everybody else saw mm-hmm. him to the point where like this little baby child didn't get any help from a village full of people mm-hmm. because to them like he was a ghost he had no soul like mm-hmm. wow yeah so like i know they mentioned um like that is kind of the confusing part like we don't so like being separated from his demon isn't necessarily what killed him but it it was like you said like i mean he was walking mm-hmm. around without his soul like what does that look like this is what it looked like but and then they mentioned that because he was wandering around in the cold, probably no food. Like, was that the cause of his death then? Mm, no. I mean, the cause of his death was the fact that he would. Was the fact that he was separated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think exactly what Lee says to Lyra about. Um, yeah, they can, they can use because they know like, they can control they take you. Your soul, mm-hmm. they can, uh, if they take, take anything if they take or something it, like if that, they have control of your soul. Yeah, to me. Yeah, oh, well, even just the, I, I think you know, that to me stood out as just like, if, if they can wield mm-hmm. that power, then they can control you, in the mm-hmm. sense that yeah. we. If you don't do what we say, this is Rule what big will stick. happen. Yeah, um, that kind of that kind of vibe. But also, yeah, just the fact that they they're doing that to mm-hmm. children, right? And and what does that like? Mm-hmm. How they talk about how they took Billy's soul and how it and what that did to him. But what does yeah? Do you have a soul? So, <laughs> the children, <laughs> right? So then, are the reason that they're doing this is so that they can go to the world in the um, Northern Lights? We don't Auroras, know why, right? Yeah, we don't know. So the only thing that stuck out that we I don't remember um, Serafina saying was that Azriel was searching for the dust to make the mm-hmm. bridge, right? Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't know exactly the connection between the children and the dust then, or if there even is one. We No, but I mean, I, I would think it would be safe to us yeah given what we've I mean, seen I, that yeah i'm assuming that it's connected <laughs> yeah i'm I mean, just making well, sure remember like, because dust you know, is not attracted to children so dust does not become attracted right. to people until they don't need the children until they need the, their demons that is kind mm-hmm. of this, uh, that kind of yeah. goes with what happens at the very end. About Lyra. We'll get to that later. About what she says. Mm-hmm. Do it. But going back, I, I want to share my thoughts about Billy. Um, I just was starting to question why, like, 
I mean, I guess that kind of answers about what we didn't see was about him wandering around. But I, I feel like it was purposeful that it was Billy. Like, did they just like drop them all off in random little villages? Yeah. Like, you think they left him there? I don't know. I feel like it was purposeful for them just kind of like discarded him once they once they took his. Well, yeah. I think what what I'm understanding you're saying, Boo, is that they left Billy because like, they knew that the Egyptians were mm-hmm. looking. Like they were looking for him and that they were I don't know because then um, yeah they like, it was like right after that happens they get attacked and that's, yeah that's interesting I don't know it just is it's a little coincidental that mm-hmm. right after that they find speaking him, of Lyra gets taken, taken. Yeah. what she does the hell <laughs> So I guess she's just gonna die. Yeah, that's twice. She's got to go next episode. Get ready, guys. Oh my god, Caleb! <laughs> no, stop it! I feel like Em and I were both yelling no. at the screen for her to wake yeah. up. We were like, wake up, wake up, wake up, like take an adult with you. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I was like freaking out. I'm like, okay, it's okay. You're oh. gonna come and save nope. the day, and he did it. That's sad. I was like, Eric's gonna come and save me. Eric left because he couldn't Uh, handle emotions. Yeah. He's gonna go cry in a corner. Big old baby. (laughs) Gonna go eat another deer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so back to uh, what we were talking about Lyra getting taken. Um, The lady, like, tells the other, you know, uh, and, you know, the other person escorting her, uh, escorting Lyra through that, you know, she's like subject, or not subject, but like, something top level you know she's the yes category a that's category what it was. a uh, immediate yeah a. and i was like okay yeah Start my, that's yeah. Like yeah that's why she and reached just she to make because, sure oh yeah she's close to she oh. reached a yeah she tried to grab pan so that you would change yep i was like mm. Mm. so that definitely means like not just children but they are needing children yeah. who have not like because obviously in this world like as soon as your your demons settle yeah. like you're no longer a child it's like puberty almost yeah but yeah so does that i wonder if they're like if they have like child farms where they're kind of just like keeping the children and like raising them almost just to just to rip their rip their soul out when they get old enough well it seems like the opposite of that yeah so really? it's yeah so it seems Billy's like a lot younger i feel like they were saying like she's top priority because she's about oh, to change. yeah that's that, so they sense. don't have time to wait yeah yeah and mm-hmm. yeah billy is younger than her that's right interesting so now we just gotta I, i'm i'm curious to see how they do it i know we've seen the blueprints back in like what episode like two or two or three or something mm-hmm. um but I'm interested to see, like, I feel like that that reveal might come hopefully next episode. Pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is well, true. We're going to hope that but, it doesn't happen. Yeah, anybody else? Damn, though. Let me see. Oh, it. my God. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that I necessarily want to see that. It's, like, very. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so violent. Like, so violent. And. It's no really also. Sorry, go ahead. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, it's just like also a lot harder seeing children. Like Billy's death was just like, mm-hmm. like I mean, it wasn't. We didn't see like a brutal death by him, but just watching his mother sing to oh, him and saying it's okay, mm-hmm. like, and then seeing him like his funeral was just really hard. And I, yeah. I definitely yeah. think it's. Especially I think it was interesting the callback for Lyra whenever too. whenever she first learned of uh, when she was talking to Azriel back in season one about how he had found Azriel had found the guy's head and she had questioned could she see it and then the first thing whenever she finds out that Billy is dead she asks if she can see him I just thought that was interesting I don't know if it's like very meaningful but. But I just, I just, I think her curiosity yeah, is, I think is it's still, different. I don't know, I just think it's funny. Like the first, she just wants to. Well, that was yeah. her friend in a way. And then at the same time, knowing that Roger is being put oh, through the same thing. Don't even get me started. Best friend. Baby Roger. I know. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm glad it wasn't Roger, but it still is like, you're so connected to Ma Costa and to Tony and and this whole group of Egyptians that they lost one and it's it was brutal but the song mm-hmm. that they sang during his like funeral was, was so beautiful bro like John Fox making get it killing it <laughs> yeah I think we keep we keep getting oh, these sorry. like really oh, really beautiful um, windows into the Egyptian culture which mm-hmm. I just is so right beautiful and fascinating and you know thinking about how the very first episode started with a very different kind of song and ceremony for the older brother of Tony as his demon settles and he becomes a man and he leaves childhood and then to come to this scene and there's another full song for a moment of Billy as he's like you know, died and it's just yeah being reunited yeah. with his demon. <laughs> that broke my heart when she was like, "It's okay, mm-hmm. you can go, you can her, be with yeah. him or something." Her, yeah, sorry. He had the squirrel, right? Uh, well, it wasn't settled. Oh, 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 that's right, that's right. We saw it. We saw it as a squirrel, and we saw it as a little picture of a cat. The most. <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say like I don't know. That it definitely oh hurt. Goodness. Definitely hurt. Yeah. Really nice to see them like just coming just kinda grieving. I don't know. I feel like they haven't even though if it's you know, even though it's a bad emotion for the most part, you know, at least, you know, they had some type of answer and now they like I feel like now they're finally getting to the point where they can like actually take good steps towards, you know, getting all of the children back. It just sucks that yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's going she's running for blood. Oh my god, ready to kill. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a that was really intense when he was like, We are going to fight and she's like, mm-hmm. We're going to kill. Oh yeah. She's gonna be on the front lines. Yep. I mean <laughs> she's a mom who's been through way too much and then to to lose her baby and it's also like um, because Lyra loose used the alethiometer and then, you know, followed mm-hmm. her gut and followed her soul. And she, and it, it turns out that they, 
the fact that they trusted her enough to go off on her commission and then she found Billy. Like, it all just, this whole episode was pretty, pretty crazy. Hey, this is Caleb, and you're listening to The Siblings Cast. Also, we are introduced to a new character that is going to somehow be tied with Lyra. (laughs) Will it? I do like him a lot. Uh, I'm really pumped that they're introducing Will already. Um, Yeah, he's such a cool character. His storyline is so interesting. The fact that Boreal and these people are like kind of harassing mm-hmm. his yeah. mom not cool right and like, out. really and like creepy her kind of paranoid but also like well it definitely seems like way. this is a paranoia yeah. that she has had mm-hmm. for a long yeah. time and like that people have counted off yeah. as just part of her mental illness and yet mm-hmm. we are seeing that there's more truth to it than what other people have believed Mm -hmm. in her life. He was not surprised. Yeah. He didn't even question her her about this. Right. He was just like, okay, mom, you're like, well, he asked her if she was off when she started noticing things. He didn't even say anything about it. That had were different, (laughs) you know, and we have, these elements of obsessive compulsive disorder being shown. And so like, I believe her the second Mm -hmm. for me as like a, as a viewer, like I'm believing her the second she's noticing these things not being exactly the way that they were, because Mm -hmm. it seems like she would be the one who would Mm -hmm. know exactly how these things were. Yeah. And we have the information that she is being stalked, you know, Right. And so, but when, when she starts to kind of notice these things, his immediate response is, have you stopped taking your medicine again? So this is not, uh, yeah, this is, and this is not also like a weird erratic behavior for her. This is behavior that he's seen before that has been treated. And so it's like, okay, we see that there's truth to it in this scenario with Boreal and the other creepy guy. Um, so how much of it is is the truth how and how of, much of yeah her life has been governed by people right. trying like trying to get information from her especially in regards to her husband mm-hmm. but i'm really excited to yep. um i really want him to read those letters <laughs> yeah i want to yeah i know <laughs> so, yeah, i want to know what they, yeah. i've i've been Same. interested in boreal's like storyline from the beginning like um so i'm i'm definitely excited to have more um that we're coming back to this side of things no i don't know if i like what he's doing though but you know the the truth (laughs) that he's or whatever he's trying to unravel is something that i want to know too so like like give me yeah and what's cool um what's what's cool too is like uh I like how they're doing this because in, um, Will right. is not in the first book at all. Um, and oh, he, doesn't, wow. he doesn't come in until the second mm-hmm. book, but the events that 
that we're seeing, you know, they're doing it, they're doing it in chronological order. Yeah. So like, um, there are things that happen in Will's story that are happening concurrently with Lyra's story. And so it's really cool that they're showing them that way rather than, uh, just waiting. Less confusing. So we can see it kind of unfold. Right. In the the right timeline. In the right timeline. Yeah. And, and it's, cool to just let will shine on his own for a little bit too especially in an episode that was pretty heavy on lyra's side and it was heavy on on will's side of uh, of the Mm -hmm. universe too but just just seeing him be able to be his own his own character um was just really awesome and the, the acting was really great and just the the way that you can tell that he's kind of the opposite of Lyra in a lot of ways where Lyra wants to go and be adventurous and, and wants to go explore and wants to kind of stay being, you know, she talks about Mm -hmm. how she doesn't want Panda to settle and kind of this idea that she wants to stay being kind of young and, and, and then we see Will who is, kind of forced into being a grown up Mm -hmm. and taking care of his mom Mm -hmm. Um, and just how different their lives are is is really, and their personalities is really, was really interesting in this episode. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, something that happened at the very beginning of the episode that kind of like ushered in what I think means that we'll see more of, of will in the next few episodes we have left. Um, but just, sorry, somebody yawned and that threw me off. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I tried to move. Yeah. It was like a big, <laughs> loud yawn while I was talking, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I like totally lost what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, or, or what we'll I think well ushered in the, in the fact that I think that we will see more of Will in the next. A uh, few episodes is the very beginning. Kaiser is talking to us about the prophecy, and we get more information about mm, what yeah. the prophecy even is about. About a girl that will is destined to bring about the end of destiny, mm. and the boy that is gonna like help her accomplish that. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> right? So yeah. no idea what the heck it means. But see yeah. that, boo? So do you think it... Um, I don't know, just like mm-hmm. something happening on like both sides. Difference. Like not... Yeah. Ne- you mean like not necessarily that they're working together, but they have their own prophecy to fulfill? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're talking about I think it's like dad yeah, going to... Alaska, his expedition, and I don't know, maybe like they're in the yeah the parallels something like respective. They have to do universe. something on yeah both of their sides. But I, I don't know. I also sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, we just get the, uh, confirmation that the witches have known about multiple universes yeah. for a long time for and thousands of and years. They're just like yeah, we know that there's other universes. It's just. Yeah, the magisterium that doesn't want people to know this truth, or wants to hide it from them for for whatever reason, um, which was really that. 
yeah, just kind of more detail about not only the prophecy, but just that things aren't, the people that aren't under control of the magisterium seem to know more truth. And, you know, it just, to further along that point, like the, uh, in the last episode when Lee is talking to Sisselman and he's like, the magisterium has never before been able to gain a foothold in the North until you basically, you know, came and let them in. But, um, even still like just the, this, place where they can actually see the truth you know and the mad and that way like and because of that Mm -hmm. the magisterium has not been able to get a hold because people are like we can the the truth is here like we can see it like of course you can't come in and tell us that oh nope that's actually not true or whatever um so like the north has been able to stay outside of the magisterium's control because they've had confirmation of, you know, the multiverse or whatever they call it in this, in this whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I just thought that idea was really interesting because it's, they, the make out the magisterium to be like all powerful and all controlling, but it's like, in these remote in this remote place where they can see the truth like they haven't been able to to get a foothold so even in like to say nothing about the multiple worlds they haven't even been able to fully control this world right cuz there are still people that can can see and know the truth what uh is there have we gone through every every part of the episode that we can think of yeah i mean it 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 was a dense episode, but yeah, there was there's a lot of emotion I mean, and a lot of yeah, there was yeah. a ton that uh, heavy yeah. heavy things that happened, but it was there wasn't a lot of I guess not too much new information or yeah, which is pretty pretty dense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty heavy emotionally. Really beautifully done though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, really. I mean, the scenery too. Like as soon as it, <laughs> yeah, opened, it's like, like oh, this it's is like... finally the north that I feel like Lyra has always dreamt of. Yeah, yeah. not the nasty whale town or <laughs> whatever. The, like like all the whale bones and yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like gorgeous mountains and everywhere I want to go. Oh, um. During their conversation, uh, Lyra and York, don't mm-hmm. let me talk about how Asriel is on like house arrest. Yeah, oh, so he's, he's, right. he's continuing he's, yeah. his under the work. like he's imprisoned by the Panther Bjorn or the Armored Bears, but he says that Yofer is like scheming and like kind of two side, two faced and is like keeping him captive for the magisterium, but also allowing him to continue his work, which was like w- the deal that he made in the previous episode with um, Mrs. Coulter was that he would like burn the, his lab basically and yeah. make sure that he didn't like specifically, she was like, make sure he doesn't continue his research and that was a deal they made, and then to find out, like, Yofer's, like, actually... Yeah. yeah. Like, nah. 
<laughs> Making sure that he is continuing like, his work, yeah. even though he's still captive. Right. Maybe he's, I wonder if he's not like, you know, what if he's actually working with Asriel to like, you know, what if Asriel wants, you know, obviously wants Miss Coulter to think that, that his stuff is destroyed and he's, you know, a prisoner and, and everything. But if he's working with the Ofer, that could be interesting. Yeah, we definitely haven't really seen much of, um, like, Asriel yeah, at all. <laughs> <out of here. laughs> so just, yeah, like, yeah, I'm your dad. <laughs> See ya. I need more of James McAvoy's yeah. salt and pepper mm. in my life. <laughs> Um, yeah, we haven't really seen much of Eofer's motivations. Um, mm-hmm. so we don't this really don't... know where he's coming from or what his, what his end game is. We just know that he, uh, is apparently playing both sides of mm-hmm. things right now. Well, any theories for the next episode? And Caleb, don't you dare say that Lyra and Pan died. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Yeah. We're going to find out. Um, well, we're going to uh, see I would some, say, uh, that treatment. I don't know. It's hard, as always. But I don't... I think maybe we'll see... Hopefully we'll see more of Will. I don't want him to get, like, the Azrael treatment and not come back for <laughs> more episodes for whatever reason. But I want to see more of Azrael, definitely. I miss him. I definitely want I definitely want to see more of that. I don't know if it'll happen, though, but but I hope so. So more of Azriel and more of Will. Yes. And like maybe baby Roger. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. you're at the station. <laughs> Caleb! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Caleb doesn't want to see Roger. I'd rather keep him off screen. I don't want to know what they're going to do. I'd rather see it somebody else that I don't have any emotional oh connections God. to. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully there's some kind of positive reunion definitely that I'd would be, be nice yeah i don't know this one was pretty heavy so hopefully we'll get we'll get some some nice positive action <laughs> we're coming yeah yeah, yeah you're right we're coming up on the season's finale but yeah, no, yeah oh lord yeah like three more. more yeah we're getting close Dark. all right well that's exciting we've no, got like three not. more <laughs> I wanted to keep going. <laughs> Keeping happy. I wonder if I don't know. Well, definitely, we're not going to see any more of like the open, the open country because Lyra is pretty captive right now. Uh, so she she got that short short taste of it. I mean, I don't think all the Egyptians were straight up murdered, right? No, nah, I'd hope not. So. Yeah, it only showed no, at least, like, like, yeah, like two, or, no. two or three, so. Okay, question. Okay. At the station, did it look like those people had their, I don't know if they were their demons, but they almost looked like they were on leashes. Did anybody else see that? Did I make that up? I did not see that. I didn't see that. Uh, the murdery Who? people. What, what people? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think the they station. totally did. At the, the snow station. People, like the Finnish people? Yeah. I totally the think they did. People. It the, looked like they had wolves on, on leashes. Yeah, at the station, yeah. I thought I saw them holding leashes mm-hmm. around either wolves or, like, one looked uh, like a husky. Yeah. Probably doubt that they're demons, now that you mention it. You know what? Uh, I don't think I'll have to go back. I'll have to go back and look at that, because maybe I'm making um, that up. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure. I, 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 I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But I'm as sure. it turns out, I like to make things up and convince everybody yeah. that they are yeah. true because yeah. <laughs> falling into your traps. Episode, what was it? Episode <laughs> three or four? I convinced everybody that um, three. No, it was four. Episode four, I convinced <laughs> no everybody that uh, Father Quorum talking to Kaiser was the first time anybody had ever spoken directly to someone's demon. Yeah, turns out Quorum actually was the one in episode three who talked directly to Pan, so I was very wrong, but I got all y'all suckers to believe me. Anyways, I apologize to everyone I've led astray. So I don't know if they're on leashes, but I thought I saw them. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Either way, I don't don't remember remember that being... I mean... I know that those those particular people, okay. all of their, so it was demons their demons are like wolves. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, but if I they also, look, I don't you know. said they yeah. also have huskies. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch just, it. Yeah. <laughs> I only huskies are just wolves. Anyways, I thought maybe that could mean something Huskies are about the way that they treat that's, their yeah, demons, that's why I, like on right. leashes, like holding that's themselves why I, back. Like, I don't know. Totally maybe. It. That yeah. sounds like something. Or like that's, you know, they, they wouldn't even be demons because I don't know. I still don't believe that Miss Coulter and her monkey are demons. But. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We oh, still haven't figured that one out. Yeah. It's still a mystery. Either way. Interesting to point out. But cool, dude. Yeah, so we so next episode I would actually like to see more of Miss mm-hmm. Coulter and her part in the mm-hmm. ob- ablation board. Yes. And we don't know if Roger is where Lyra was taken. Or do we know that well, all the Roger, are taken to? I can't pronounce the place she's at. The bowl of... Bowl of Vander. Bowl of Vander. There's a no, G in there. there. It's no. like Bolingar. Bol- Bol- what are y'all talking yeah, about? What word are y'all trying to say? Bolingar. The name, the name the of name, the place. The name of the it. Name it starts no. with Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. Um, the boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> So we know that. Yeah, y'all, y'all, this We just call it that, but y'all could just no. call it the station. Okay. Make it easy. Yeah, I know. I didn't know it was um, called the station, but that's what that's Bolvanga. what the Egyptians have started calling it too now. Yeah, um, I mean, we know that Billy was there, and Billy. Oh, was that's with right, Roger. because of the the jumpsuit that they saw. Yeah, yeah, the same so, one. Yeah, she says that's the same one. Billy so most playing. likely, the, the children are there, and mm. we could see her reuniting yes. with her and Roger. But no, last time I thought she was going to be reunited with Roger, and then Tony yeah. saved her no. before anything ever happened. So <laughs> I'm like, is someone going to come? Right. Jazz is just like, before we get to show me <laughs> Roger, or she's like, give me Roger, or give me Dad. You're like, right. <laughs> she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I love that kid, and I would like to see him returned yes. in one piece with his demon. Thank you. <laughs> so, 
Boo, what are you yes. hoping to see in the next episode or if you have any theories? What I think is going to happen is not what I'm like hoping for. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like we're definitely going to get a view into the station and see all the evil things that are <laughs> happening and a bunch of children and, and I'm not going to like it. I don't I don't know. I would I I agree. I would like to see what's going on with Azriel. I want to learn more about what's happening with Will. Um there's a lot of tension with what's going on with like him and his mom being like yeah, stalked and like I don't like I just want him to read the letters too and I I want to find yeah, out more. Yeah, it's like, like as we don't we're have starting a lot to of see information about Lyra really come into her own. Now we've that, kind of been introduced to this other um character that seems like he's obviously going to be a main character but we're just it's kind of like being back at the beginning just mm-hmm. learning little tiny pieces of information about him yeah cool <laughs> well all right so much for listening be sure to follow us on instagram at the siblings cast and twitter at siblings cast and be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear leave us a review we'll see you next week On their journey to the station, Lyra and the Egyptians finally discover what the gobblers have been doing to the missing children.